Welcome to the first episode of my Life in a Poem podcast. This first poem is called Beauty. Today, I don't want to appear appealing because even when I'm not putting in the effort to afford attention, I seem to be buying it with a credit card. When I'm not trying to raise the brow of a brother or seek the attention of another, I am seen as a target. And cat calls get thrown at me like they're shooting darts. Zero bull's eye. I don't want to be seen as another inanimate object with no brains, just beauty. So the only thing she's good for is her physical attributes. I don't want to be minimized and put inside of a box that labels me as Sex object and flexible around the times of 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. because I am not a liquor store. Or a street walker with no strings attached just better make sure you compensate. And when I asked him, why did you kiss me like you love me knowing you were not ready for monogamy? He answered, because you're Angelina. You're beautiful. And those insults took a toll on my body and I then decided that I do not want to be beautiful anymore if it got me kisses with no follow through and promises from seekers only seeking to pursue my body for moments at a time and then leave me there a little bit uglier after it's over. That's right. The store is being closed to the beauty gallery. The lights are being turned off. The tables are being swept out. And we're foreclosing on that crap y'all buying called beauty. Now, y'all, I wrote that poem when I was 16. That is approximately seven years ago. (laughs) And it still rings true to this day. The story behind that poem is I was in high school and I had a friend who was very close to me, who was a male. We're gonna use his fake name. I'm gonna call him Xavier. I really liked Xavier, but I didn't want to get intimate with Xavier because I had this thought of if I got intimate with the guy, then that would ruin the friendship and we would no longer be friends anymore. So I I didn't get intimate with Xavier, even though Xavier wanted it to take a step further with me. I didn't want to go that far. He wasn't trying to be my boyfriend or anything, but he was definitely trying to have sex. So I was just like, nah, let's just let's just stay as friends. So me and Xavier end up going on this uh, field trip with the other students in our class. And this field trip is like a spend the night trip. It's in the woods, in the cabin. Uh, We went because we went uh, to learn about unity. And we went for unity club. And the trip was to teach us about microaggressions and racism, sexism, ageism. We were to learn more about the oppressions of the world. I went to a predominantly black school and They were teaching us black students about, you know, how to put a name to the things that we were facing. So it was very educational. I loved it. 
However, on this trip, I was approached by a guy on the basketball team. And this is kind of where my story in my poem starts. We're going to call him Fred. So Fred grew an interest in me. A lot of the guys at the school liked me. However, a lot of the girls were jealous and I kind of felt like I was being slut shamed if I ever did have a boyfriend or talk to someone because people would just spread rumors. And if they see me hanging out with Xavier, I'm a hoe. Or if they see me hanging out with another boy, I'm this and I'm that. And so I really didn't like to be seen talking to boys because the girls were so mean. Um, And I think this may have been a motive behind Fred's behavior because Fred approached me and he, you know, asked me for my number, was telling me I was beautiful, everything you hear in the poem. And all Fred wanted was sex because that's exactly what he said. You know, once we started texting and things like that, um, he basically tried to get me to a point to where we could have sex. And I did. And the reason I did was because I knew Fred wasn't shit, but (laughs) I was okay with that because I really didn't want anything serious with Fred. I really didn't want anything serious with anybody. At that point in time, I was, um, you know, just not trying to be serious with anybody. I really had low self-esteem and was just kind of taking love in whatever place that I could, you know, so... At that point, being used by by Fred, um, it really hurt. And then Fred ended up telling Xavier that we had sex, and that made Xavier mad at me. So now Xavier's like, you know, why, why did you choose to have sex with this guy? And I really liked you. And I'm like, well, I like you too, but I was afraid that if I had sex with you that you would leave me. So... Xavier was like, man, it's toxic, you know, I'm good on you, and we stopped being friends after that day, and in my head, I was just like, I wish I wasn't so attractive, I wish I could just bottle up and be ugly, like, I hate this unwanted attention, I hate the drama that comes along with it, like, fuck beauty, that's how I felt, that's where the poem comes from. So... Now that you all have had a piece of my story and just heard a little bit of my disruptive intimacy as a 16-year-old girl, I'd like to come from a 23-year-old woman's perspective. Now that I am older and I am able to look back on her and hear her, I can reparent her. And that's something that I've been learning lately is you have to go back and you have to reparent yourself. So that 16-year-old girl had these negative beliefs about intimacy. I literally believed that if I were to sleep with someone, they would leave me. Why? Because that's what I had experienced. So I have to literally look back on that girl who believed that and and I can't tell her I was that she was stupid or she was dumb. I have to tell her, baby, you were traumatized. Someone hurt you. And I am sorry that they hurt you. And so poetry for me is just a way for me to bottle up 
my feelings and put them somewhere, express them, and then look back on them and show a little bit of compassion for myself. And so that's just what I want to do on this podcast. I want to be able to not only share my experiences through spoken word and connect with people through spoken word, but I also want to be able to really look at the things that I've gone through and discuss them because I know I can't be the only person who was 16 or even whatever age you are, however you are, however old you are, you know, believing that you're better off just having fuck buddies or you're better off not becoming intimate or close with someone emotionally because if you get that close to someone, they'll leave you. I was emotionally unavailable. I was emotionally unavailable to my friends. I was emotionally unavailable to the guy I had sex with. And I was hurting myself. Now I've learned that these people that want something from me or make me feel guilty for engaging in sexual behaviors, so that is Fred and Xavier, neither one of them deserve my time. Neither one of them deserve my attention. I shouldn't have been manipulated in either way to feel guilted into doing anything. I probably should have just been alone. I probably should have asked myself, why do I why do I want to use sex as an escape? Because that's what it was. It was an escape for me. I used to say that sex was my coping skill. What I didn't know is that it was risky behaviors that I was doing as a result of trauma. I was really self-harming myself. I was really depressed. Straight A student, prom queen, valedictorian, full ride to college, and your girl was depressed. And it showed up in several parts of my life. And this poem really speaks to that intimacy part. Because while the poem is about being beautiful, what it really hints at is that I am seen as a sex object and I'm aware of it. And sometimes I even allow it. 